Oh my god. Do they enjoy that? They're not supposed to. <laughs> I know, but obviously, is that a thing yeah. that they're into? Yeah, a lot of guys. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know, just like how when you meet somebody and you have sex, you know, no two people are the same. Fetish is very similar in that aspect where, you know, I like fetish for the reason of that. Everybody just says what they're into sexually, first and foremost. So it kind of puts down that bravado of people being ashamed of the things that they might enjoy. So, like, if you go onto websites such as, like, FetLife, which is, like, a fetish Facebook, there's mm -hmm. loads of them um, out there, and you can find people that are, like, minded like yourself. You know, that's how I kind of first went into fetish, because I was generally quite kinky. And my part, my previous partner, he had a latex fetish. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like this. So he brought me pieces at first to wear. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. I can fuck with this. But I also used to like PVC. Like, I was very much a woman. I like to dress up. What's the difference between PVC and latex? It's not the same thing. I wasn't wondering what the difference is. Oh, the latex, PVC and latex are the exact same material. No, they're not. They're two different okay. materials. Latex is made from a different variation of plastic. It's a lot thinner. Okay. I think I've got some of this. I think I've got some of this. I've always thought the exact same thing. I've never found this one. Yeah, I know. They're two different. Sorry, I've got loads of different things. Okay. Nope. Hang on. It's the feel. Over oh, the way it feels. Yeah. Isn't, feel, is PVC a bit heavier? Hello and welcome to Broken Pussy Podcast where we talk all things sex, the good, the bad and the downright nasty. I'm Amethyst and today I'm joined with... Ruby. Topaz. Lady Andromeda. <laughs> so as you know we start each episode with just a tip and for today's tip, since you are here, the Dom, the BDSM master specialist... Oh, far from a master. <laughs> We want, I want to know, I want to know, this is my tip for me, pegging one-on-one, -on -one, like pegging. Oh, that's my thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> lube, lube, and more fucking lube. That's the one tip I will always say to everybody when it comes to pegging, you know, and don't rush it. Like, take time. Like, a lot of people, they'll see, like, BDSM porn, like, where people will just be fucking ass, self-included, where I make it myself. <laughs> But it takes prep. It takes practice. It's like anything, you know, where the anus, it's got two, what's the correct terminology? I should really know this. But there's two, there's two particular muscles in the anus and you have to make sure that they're well lubed and you take time in opening them up or else you can do serious damage, you know? Like a lot of men don't really realise that until they start trying picking. Uh, most people just think, oh, yeah, I'm going to just fuck ass and not put a lot of lube. You can't do that. You know, if the person doesn't feel comfortable in in pegging, the muscle's just going to tighten up. It's a very different muscle from a pussy. Completely different. So I always tell everybody, good quality silicone lube, you'll be just fine. Like, and I normally start with one finger, then another, and then another, and I take it from there. And then I start putting things in. Silicone so lube because it's anal or because it's, it's you're using a, a contraction? 
um, silicon lube because it's anal. Okay. Silicon lube lasts longer and compared water to water based. What about oil based? Is that good for anal? Well, I don't really like to use oil based because I look at it in a safety aspect yeah. because the oil based stuff will corrode the condoms. Yeah. So that's the reason why I don't really I don't really say to people no no no. Get yourself a good, solid, durable lubricant. Like I prefer um Tracy Cox. Um who else do I like? There's a couple out on the market Tracy which Cox are very is quite heavy duty though. Yeah, but I like doing heavy duty, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Example. So you know, what oh, wow. that's gorgeous. Wow. I got this from where did I get this from? I think I'd gone to an exhibition and I was like, okay, hey, so I wanted one of these. For people who don't know, she had a gorgeous, like, really long black... Eight, 18 double, inches, double eight, ender. And the 18 inches. Yeah. 18 inches. 18 inch double ended... Dildo. Dildo. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's not 18 inches, that means... Oh my God, it's your whole arm. It's literally... Well, I like fisting. So oh yeah, you said... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You like fisting men, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like fisting as well, so... I just find anal fisting quite, um... With anal fisting, I always say to everybody, close your eyes and then let the body guide you. Because it will guide you. Once you get to a certain point, that's how I, I got taught. Um, it's quite funny, because I was like, oh, I want to try, I want to experience, because I'm just like, ooh, I know someone who does it. I'm like, let me see you do that. I want to know. So that's a lot of why I like BDSM, because it's no two days are the same. And you're always constantly evolving and learning about... For me, I like the phys- the psychological aspect of it and also the physical aspect of it, you know? It's particularly with, like, for example, fisting because everybody's insides feel completely different. Yeah. So when you're doing it to someone, you'll be like... Everybody's okay. insides feel different. Yeah, they do. They we're, do. we're made the same in a we're way. We're made the same, but we're still different. It's like cocks. Like, oh, yeah. you can have about 10 different men standing right there and they're all going to look very different. Yeah. Just like you're going to have 10 different pussies. They're going to look very, very different. different. Yeah. yeah. You know, and how everybody comes is also very different. Mm-hmm. For example, some people might like, like if they're women, some people might like just their clip rubbed. But some people might want fingers inside while they're rubbing the clit or they want this or they want that. Might want something in their bum at the same time. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no two people are different, are, are the same. But that's why I think I generally adore BDSM because you have to communicate, you know, to get the best possible um, set. Well, because I'm a professional, the perfect, the best possible session. I know that I have to be able to communicate with my client. I've got to make sure that my client feels in a safe space, you know, in any sex. If you feel you've got a good connection with that person, you're more trusting. You'll want to do stuff. Like, I've had partners in my past where, like, I'm like, no no anal with you, but my current partner, I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's a completely different, it's a different thing, but that's just a down-to-connection. He makes me feel safe, you know? And if you have that level of safety, you want to try anything with your partner. You yeah. should be able to have an honest conversation with your partner that you should be in a safe space to... Have good sex. Can I ask, um, with Peggy in, in mind, how do you um, deal with the normal things like shit? That's has to do the job. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, but like... Okay, what I tell a lot of my clients to do is to douche. 
So um, you can get an anal bulb. Mm -hmm. So for those that don't know, that's basically like a little round bulb and it's got a thin tube and you fill it with warm water and you insert it, insert it up in your bum. Yep, yeah, squeeze it. And um, give yourself a couple of washes with that, you know. Until... I heard coffee is good. Coffee, yeah, people do use a coffee and lemon. I, I'm just simple. I'm like, just no, water. Water. Water's 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 better because you know at the end of the day it's 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 about chemicals as well water's pure mm -hmm. so if you're inserting it in it's not really going to upset the ph balance it's a bit like when you know when someone comes in your pussy too much mm -hmm. yeah. and then you get fresh yeah. no get BV, I, I get bv, BV. for mm -hmm. me it's bv so yeah. like, i've been doing like condom sex and i've not had it ever since i started doing condom oh. sex I'm just yeah like, me too I haven't I, had babies since I've not had, had condom sex. Same. I'm yeah. like, I knew my, I knew my theory was right. I'm like, mm. I'm gonna test but this then theory. But also, I also right. find it is down to what a person eats. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when like I like my partner coming in my mouth. So for me, when he's got certain diets, I'm like, oh fuck that. I'll be like, what the fuck did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't taste nice. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. It's something you've eaten in the day. It doesn't agree with me. Mm -hmm. You know. So it's it's a lot like that. You know, so as you can tell, today's episode is based is going to be a very open discussion about BDSM. Um, can you explain the acronym of BDSM? Why did I know you bitches were going to fuck? <laughs> because you know what, I I googled it and I got one thing, and then what I listened to get? a podcast and I got something else, and then because that someone had <laughs> so I got on online I got bondage discipline sadism and I cannot pronounce Masochism. this word Masochism. Yeah. yeah but then so someone else right. said something about the M it could be different what about the M someone said a different I've only ever M. known it to be this yes. I've only known it to be that Masochism. It's, it's, it's bondage discipline or domination yes sadism or submission yes. and masochism yeah that's all it was. That's all it, that's all yeah, the M is always going to say. Maybe it was the S that was confusing. Yeah, the, Someone the said, yeah, there was, there was one that was... I tweeted, I said the D and the S change depending on if you're doing B and D, D and S. But you know what it was? It was uh, was um, Kinks with Kiki. It's a podcast, another podcast, yeah. a great podcast. Um, and she said some different... She's American. And she said yeah. some different things for them. So I was like, okay, which is which? Okay. Yeah, which is which? And how does it work? Because yeah. sadist... No, sadist and sadist. And submission. Submission is basically someone giving their power to me. Yeah. So I am a dominant. That's me all day, every day. You know, so when someone comes, they are submitting to my desires of what I choose to do within their boundaries that they feel comfortable <clears throat> with, fundamentally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about people feeling trusting. And it is also about people being in a safe place, you know, because a lot of people will abuse power. You know, that's yeah. one thing that is very common. Yeah, that happened Kiki, which is why she's not with them anymore. It, it's, it's definitely about someone being dominant. They sometimes go to their head or they try to... Yeah, domitis, that's what we refer to yeah. as. Or they try to what do you refer to it as? Domitis. Okay. Where the ego yeah. just rules everything. And then it starts not to be about the sub, and it takes it to it. It goes. It can be very dark and twisted, mm -hmm. you know. But this is why I, the ironic thing is that I was talking about boundaries earlier on today. Yeah. Boundaries are everything. This is why I love BDSM because you have to communicate. Yeah. And a lot of submissives, I can't convey this enough to um to people. Just because someone's a submissive doesn't mean that they're not a strong person because it's a gift. I always say that. 
people who are coming to submit to me, that's their choice. It's a gift, you know, and I have to be respectful in that gift. Yes, I'm going to be doing a whole kind of crazy stuff to them within their, within their the boundaries. boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you're not respectful of people's boundaries, then you're just, you're abusing people for us on concert, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where you have to have autonomy of oneself and you have to have self-mastery. It's very important. Like, for me, I go to see a counsellor. You know, everybody outlets differently, but that's how I choose to outlet myself. So I'm always constantly balanced. I'm always constantly re-evaluating how I can do things better for my submissives. I, um, and I used to, I used to be on Fet Life. I used to be. Um, and I think the problem with, and I think the, the dumb... Domitis, that you call it. Yeah. It happens a lot with men more than does. I've done. Oh no, 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 it happens with women. Yeah, too. I, I'm sure it does, but I feel like because I yeah. sleep with men more, yeah. it happens a lot with men. I feel like they get to a point where it's like you say I'm a submissive, and they take that as a you are mine, and it's like but I don't know you. Me saying submissive doesn't mean I I am officially yours. We need to get to a point where this has to be yes. a relationship that goes back and forth. I have to get to know you. They have to get to know me. I have to know what your boundaries are. So I know what my boundaries are. We cannot both. It's not just about me giving myself to you. It's also, it's also almost, almost a submission on your part to me too. Yes. Because I belong to you, but you also are mine. So we need to... It's a relationship that has to work Both ways. together. For, for it to has work to, really well, has it has to be... It has to be an infinite supply. It has yeah. to be in a, a respectful infinite supply where it will be back and forth. And that's where I say communication is everything. I won't just go into a place where I know there's lots of submissives and be like, Oi, boy, you come here. Because still have manners I'm mm. brought up with manners yeah. you're not gonna just come and be like just because I'm a dom I'm gonna tell you what to do just that whim. no like, this is basic fucking manners do you know I find that with a lot of guys when you when they hear that you are submissive that's what they think that they can just yeah. say to you I think, I think especially when they don't know they don't know can I yeah. ask can I ask then do you guys openly say to guys you're submissive for me in general I do you say you say. I, to I say I'm a very. I am generally in a, overall just a submissive person. It comes to like relationships in general, so I always say that, and I'm very open about that. But I find that when you t- when I tell certain guys that they're like, oh, so if I if I say don't do this, I'm like, no, 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 that's not how it that's works. How it works. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah, but that's about depth of understanding. Yeah, a lot of like, people have a misconception very, of domination due to things like. 50 I had, of yeah, like I had one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said to one guy, "I'm submissive." He's like, <clears throat> "So what do you mean?" I was like, "So it's like, oh, where's your, where's your power? Where's your fight? Where's your fire as, as a your black fire, woman?" And I'm just like, "But that, that has nothing to do with it." That's a whole separate. Entity. Yeah, and it's like that has nothing to You're do with it. You're talking about in a, in a in a sexual. Yeah, like I was like that yeah. has nothing to do with it. Like if I like this, a certain when I and I allow a guy to, I want a guy to do that to me. That doesn't mean I don't have a fire as a black woman. Like, that's just oh, in that aspect of my life. I don't want to have that fire, no. you know? So I was just like, what, what, what do you down mean? To, that's also down to, like, society's dictation because I was having a discussion with someone a few weeks back where I had um, done a Q&A because um, I make porn. I make adult content. Um, but I predominantly make BDSM adult content. So um, everybody's got a very different viewpoint on porn and on adult content mm. you know and a lot of people's ideas and constructs of sex come from one or two things religion and society dictations yeah you know and a lot of us are out here breaking down those 
concepts, you three ladies just here by yourselves. By having this podcast and having a very honest conversation to different people and about the autonomy of your own sexuality and your own sex lives. And that is giving other people guidance and being able to feel that they're able to do the same. The same thing with what I do as a dominant. You know, I give people a safe space for them to explore their sexuality. So like one thing I like, one of my kinks I like doing is sissification. I like to dress men up looking like cheap, trashy sluts because <laughs> it's funny, you know. And that goes back down to, to strap-on play as well. Like a lot of my sissy sluts, I like to put things in Sissy sluts. <laughs> I like proper sluts. Like I want them to be sucking cock. I want them to be doing the most. Mm. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, enjoy, your, enjoy, enjoy what I'm going to do to you. Come and guzzle some cum for mistress, you know. But when, even when I play with females, there's a completely different element. You know, I'm very more loving. I'm still loving to my to yeah. my to my male subs, but yeah. it's a different energy. It's a different different power dynamic. I always find women that I tend to be the dom. I, not, not 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 like a dom person because I'm not with men. Um, questionnaire. Yeah. I'm more like I'm yeah I'm more excited. I'm I'm more I'm I know what I want you to do. Yeah. I'm, I speak more to women. I'm more aware of you know do this and do that. I I want to watch you be the slut that you are yeah. because that's what we're doing together. But with men, I'm more you're the one taking charge of me kind of thing. Mm. Um. So yeah, I mean, and, and it depends what kind of man as well because there are men who. I don't feel the need to be any kind of submissive with them. I'm pretty much myself, and myself with men is not dominant, not, sub- not submissive, but just me. So I can switch between the two depending on what kind of man I'm with. Yeah, so you'd switch. Yeah, like, switch. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I would say you're more <coughs> submissive. Yeah. yeah, I'm a switch. Um, I say that because of the fact that I know, like, I enjoy being able to tell someone I'm with, like, a partner or something, like, okay, we're having sex now, I want it like this, this is how we're going to do it kind of thing. But then to also, I love to be dominated as well, so I know I'm definitely a switch. It's just sometimes it makes me laugh because I feel like in relationships, I'm sub most times, like 70%, but then in like situationships, then I'm more on doming. So Because it's a situation, there's no dynamic in it. Like, yeah. It's whatever you slot, mm. want it to be for that moment. moment. Yeah. You know? So you think that's why I... Yeah. I you, think it's easier. You'll, yeah, you'll be more critically analysis of it because you don't know what it is. Whereas you're in a relationship with a in in boyfriend girlfriend or girlfriend girlfriend, whichever way you define yourself. You know, it's very structured. You're like, okay, this is what this title is. You know, because I was talking to someone the other day about situationships, and sometimes yeah, they're great, and then there's sometimes they can be very complex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that goes back down to what communication boundaries like if them communications and boundaries are not constantly reanalyzed regularly that's when you get into fucking problems i think people find it hard to, to talk to someone that they're fucking to say because i was cause I, I we had a conversation last time me and you had a, an episode where i said to you that i was i stopped fucking this guy i stopped fucking him for a little while so i took like a week or two off and then we started <laughs> talking I, we start talking again yeah um and i said to him like Tell me what you want because I want to. I want to know that you know we're we're both on the same page about what we're doing because I feel like I'm almost taking advantage of you because I know I can feel you, you care for me. Shift. Yeah, I can. I feel I, I know that he cares about me, mm. and I feel like I don't. The same things are happening back and forth. Mm. 
Mm. Um, he said he just kind of was like, I, like definitely there has been a shift in how we communicate now than what we did before. And now he feels more comfortable. Do you feel that was due to the fact of taking that step back? No, we we we, we took, hadn't we seen took, each other we for took a, few a weeks. big break before even that happened. Okay, for like from like December to like December last year to like summer this year, we were not seeing each other at all. Okay. So and then he was like from then to now, that shift has made it easier for him to. He wants to be friends, who just happens to fuck because we weren't friends before. So now the friendship is what he's trying to give me, and I thought I guess because I'm not used to people just giving me a friendship that involves sex as well. I thought it was more, but he was like, no, I just want to be friends, I want to make, so he wanted to do things that I, we hadn't talked about before, and that's kind of why I took a step back, because I felt like it was leading towards more, and he was like, I'm a grown man, I know what I want from you, and I want to be friends now. I was like, cool. So we had to, have talk, we had to talk about it before we could continue fucking, because I wasn't sure what I was doing. I can't do that talk, you know. I, yeah, I, I, I really hate <laughs> I can't do that, I'm that not going to lie to you. To me, that is a part of self-love. Because if you cannot have that honest conversation about how you feel, because a lot of people are detached from their fucking feelings, you know? Like, shit happens, innit? And if you're not dealing with it, you kind of detach yourself. And then you keep moving forward. By not having a talk, I'm detaching. But, yeah, sometimes you have to. You're, you're not facing it. I'm not I'm, facing it. We know we both want to have sex with each other. That's it. We know we want to have sex with yeah, each other. Yeah, but no, but you don't know. You... You think you want to have sex with you. You think he's into him. We haven't had a conversation where it's like, this is what we're doing. We can't afford to have that conversation. Why not? No. I was just about to say, this one. There's a lot of fear for there's you. There's not fear in it. I just there don't, there's no, no I, need I actually, for it. It, I just needs, think, I it just needs to end. It just needs to end. I just need to, it needs to end. But the question is, what do you fundamentally want from him? And just, what do you want from Just the penis. You're gonna throw something. There's a penis. There's, there's no, it's no, not that one. No, you, it was what we were talking about mm. earlier. I, I don't want. I don't want to continue. I want to let it go. Then what's stopping you? I was just about to say. <laughs> I, what's she did my time. There is a lady called Alexis T. Taylor. You need and you need to Google YouTube her. I remember seeing this back in 2011, and it's so fucking funny. And the level of funniness, there's so much truth in her funny. Because she talks about penis power and vaginal power. So, we will just talk about penis power right now. So, basically, what the guy is currently doing to you is digging out the depth of your pussy in that place where you know they're not supposed to go. Yeah? And when they rub up in your pussy, it feels so fucking good. All sense of common sense. Goes out, out the window. Oh, out the window. Drag me. We've all been there. We've all been there. I, I was definitely there for a while. Uh, We've all been there. Never been there. Girl, oh, you don't want to be there. there. Trust me. You I'll don't want to be honest, there. I've been there, like, where the dick sweeps you so much. You're like, you start every sense, dumb every, shit. Yeah, every this, sense this loses. This is the best time of my life right now. And I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm at my most logical about what I'm doing with the dick. Well, that's good. If that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like I, like, this, is, this, is, this is the most comfortable and most, honest relationship I've ever had a guy sexually where we're actually talking about stuff where yeah, I'm making it to me yeah that's why I love BDSM because it's that depth of honesty you know it's that depth of communication where you constantly have to be talking so you're building something of but substance think, but I think you both have anyway. to come into it like that because mm. for me it's, I, only, I think I'm only the way I am with him because I feel 
Recept. I feel like he's receptive whatever I yes, give him. Yes, of course. So I feel like and he you're has receptive to come at you. him. Yeah, but I feel like he. No, but I think I wasn't for a long time. Okay. It's it has to. It's definitely about him being the person that he is, who's just really open about everything, mm. and me feeling that there's no judgment or any any thought coming from him. There's any way. Yeah, see me negatively mm. at all. Mm. So I feel better to discuss, even if it's just saying to him, "Yo, I know you kind of like me. What do you, what do you do about that?" Because I, I couldn't say I couldn't say to my ex, I couldn't say to my I couldn't say to anybody I've been with before. So like, yo, I can't talk to you. I, like the, the the way I talk to people, I'm, I'm always afraid of what a person thinks of me. And I don't I don't upset people. So for me to talk to him the way I talk to him, he's definitely made it a very safe space for us to talk, and I really appreciate that about him. Which is like, because men don't give you that. I don't give you a place where you're like, some I can do. say to you. some men do, and it's really nice to know that it exists. Yeah. I'm not in love with this topic because you're looking at you. Like, you're giving that look like I have feelings. I'm not. I'm not looking. She, she. I think she's allergic to feelings. Have a word with her, please. I because say, I was just. I, I was her, actually like, gonna say to you like, why do you wanna not attach to your feelings? No, my my um. My Let's feelings. get into this. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> no. that girl. Let me sit up. Wait. <laughs> Let's get into this. <laughs> no, I'm a therapist. Thank you very much, ladies. Um, no, my my feelings are fine. I I. Why do you fit? You know what? Well, as black women, I will say one thing: like, we don't always allow. We're not always allowed to have feelings. I think. Do you know what? I was saying this to maybe. someone. So maybe that could be like. Sometimes when we go through shit, that like, we're always told, especially by society, to put on a brave face. We'll see yeah. our mothers do it. We'll see our grandparents do it. I've seen my granny do it. I've seen my mum do it. And I'm safe to say, like, I'll own the shit. Even I've done it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm a realist. I will say, I will put <laughs> things there, like, well, this is what it is. There's nothing wrong with feelings, you know? It's what you do with those feelings. Like, what, I, what this year has taught me, like, it used to be like, fuck all feelings. But I realise in that vulnerability, that's, that, that is like communicating with people, especially like the year that I've had my father's died. Like, that put a lot of shit into perspective for me and about how I treat people, how in my own personal life, how I communicate with people, how I actually feel. Like, because people have done stuff to me this year where they've just thrown things at me and they've not actually stopped and took the time out to think about my feelings and about how that may make me feel. And I've never really been a vocal person to actually express that. My sister and I, one of my sisters, she's got mental health problems and she's also autistic, but she's high functioning. She has Asperger's. And um, she was having an episode. She had a breakdown back in March, literally just before my father died and um she spewed a holy bullshit like you're nothing but a whore you're not my sister i'm this i'm that i was like okay and i said i'm sorry that you felt that way and i cried like because she's my biggest sister mm. so um like we don't have this we have the same dad but we don't have the same mum. and like she went full pelt she shelled me she rocked me to my core. Like, I was in my bed, in my feelings like I was Drake. 
Yeah. Aww. Trust me. I was I was like my chest. Like lots of people just see me as an individual where because I don't necessarily show that emotion. Like and my sister came last week. Like we ain't spoken in months. Like I've been going to my mum's house, like oh shit up like my stepmom's house. I've been going to do all different bits and pieces and I've seen my sister. I've still been cordial, I've still been dignified within it. But I've recently just had an operation and I thought I had three snap tendons. So I've been in my house, my daughter's been looking after me. You know, I ain't really been begging no one, I think I've just got on with it. Because I'm a lady, I just get on with things. And she turned up at my house last week. And she said, oh, can I talk to you? I was like, of course, my house is always open. And my sister don't like fucking cats, I've got two of the fuckers. And you've seen how big they are. Yeah. Like, she really does not, she's anti-cat. And for her, I knew it was serious. Well, she wanted to talk to me because she came and she sat in my house with my fucking cats. So I knew it was real. I was like, all right, this, this woman here of my sister, she got something to say. And that's when she apologised. She goes, you know what? I realised that you're not like us in that respect. And I said, you're right, I'm not. I said, a lot of people will spew a lot of shit at me and think that I don't have feelings, that I don't care. I'm not loving, you know? I don't have compassion because I'm a dominant. I'm a fucking human being irrespective of I'm a dominant. This is the label, you know? Be kind to one another. And that's what I explained to my sister. And I said to her, all the things that you said to me touched my soul on a whole next level. That doesn't mean that I don't love you because you're my sister, but I don't know how to love people from far, you know? Like, and it made us have a really honest, deep conversation at that moment. And I said, a lot of people are disassociating with their feelings. I said, even down to you, sis, that you're frustrated, like everybody's going on and doing what they're doing, but no one's really acknowledging it. I feel triggered right now. So, I want to see you. No, because this, it, it feels like my mine and my sister's relationship, like last year, the start of last year, Hey, the year has not been fucking with no one. Oh, no, oh, no, so I will refer no to like, 2017 was, like, the worst year ever. Nah, start Okay, correct. 2016 was the prep. Actually, yep. that's true. Oh, my no, God. That's true. Yes. That's very true. 2016 ran up on everybody real different. And she flipped the table and said, what, yep. motherfuckers? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. actually true. So, yep. like... Really? Yeah. 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 Yes. No. Yes. No, no, you said it. Now you said it. It went in waves. Because yeah. some people, it was 2016. 2016, Some people, it was 2017. And some people, it's been 2018 and yeah. it's got really real, real fast. And I'm just sitting there with my stick like, <laughs> child. I don't got fuck up, you know? Yeah, so no, you've like, actually said cool. it. Because I remember the December, it's see it all of my submissives. Yeah. And the reason why I can see it with my submissives, I... Like, my personal submissives, I don't have a lot of them because I'm a choosy as fuck. Mm. You know, there's got to be a spark about them. Yeah. It's, I'm sure you're the same with, yeah. your, with, with your partners, if you're yeah. in a BDSM capacity, where there's got to be something about that person that makes me feel, yeah, there's something different about you. What makes you so special? It's like, as a dominant, and particularly you've been on life, you know how much shit people will fucking send yeah. your ass. So, like, you trawl through. Sometimes I'll read shit, I'll be like, really? Really, really? Like, 
I hate it fat life, you know. So is that. So is why. I don't uh, the layout, the layout is too it dark is, for me is. to really. I don't know why, but, but it I looks like, like looking at a black screen. Well. Like, oh, I, good to munchies and stuff. Yeah. I think you have to. In fact, like you have to actually be invested in it. Yeah. See, it was too dark. Like, the, the screen is dark, like mm. because it's black and, and because it's yeah. black, it's just I find it very hard to to take to take in and to concentrate on i like yeah it was just too much so i just deleted it but it was <laughs> i did the test but i want to go back and do the test again you know that test yeah, yeah, yeah. i need to go well, back and do yeah the kink test yeah i want to do that but the website's too dark i want to tell somebody to fix it why don't you just add them on twitter yeah they are they actually are oh really yeah the couple who only are actually on twitter i'm gonna try that because it really maybe they should have a light a light mode and a dark mode yeah, yeah i think they need to I've do got that. my my Twitter's on dark mode. Yeah, my Twitter's on dark mode. I like, <laughs> it, on dark mode. I like it on dark mode too. But, um, yeah, going back to what I was saying with, with my sister, I feel like the start, she basically had like a big, big episode where she was like literally saying so much horrible stuff about me, my mum, every, literally everyone. And I, I generally feel like my sister has a problem, but no one's actually diagnosed her. And I don't feel like she's actively want to be diagnosed herself. And I was like, I just like, she still has not yet to say sorry, but she's been coming around. But I've just been like, well, time is the time. Yeah, yes. I've not actually said to her, like, Ra, you actually hurt my feelings. And I'm just like, when, when, when will I actually be open to say that to her? Like, even she was at my house today, and I'm just like, hi, and I'm just like, I just went into my room. Because it's just, I just always... That's the one thing about Sagittarius, Susan, why I like it. Because <laughs> if you know Sagittarians, they just come bowling in like, hey, what's good? Yeah, no, she's a Libra, so it's uh... If Libras are unbalanced, I've got my uh, an uncle... <laughs> unhinged yeah my, i find that with my sister my she's, she's very much libra. she's very much unhinged my mom is a libra and all, my other sister's a libra like mm-hmm. all my close women's are like all libras and i'm just like they're in cancer and i'm just like i don't know how to deal with this <laughs> i don't know how to deal with all of you like i'm just, just yeah, over it like Aaron, what did you say it was a cancer yeah so your emotion your depth is real so yeah so i'm just like i've always found i can't always explain this because it's either they don't get it with my mom if, if i say oh you've hurt my feelings she just goes from here and goes all the way, like, completely outburst. Like, you shouldn't have feelings. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to, to feel that way because you hurt my feelings. I was like, but you've hurt my feelings. I don't it's understand. That <laughs> acknowledgement. Yeah, it's just like... Certain conversations need to be had and sometimes it's... I, I feel like I'm fucking flogging a dead horse here. Communication is everything. Yeah. You know, and if you can't communicate, like, the first relationship... I feel that you must have is with yourself, you know, like certain times, depth of honesty, like I get my submissives to write, I need to know how my submissives are feeling, I need to know what's going on for them, you know, because then I can, I I gauge things better, like communication is everything, but I need to have the first communication, the first honest communication with myself. You know, and that's what the uni- the 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 last couple of years has made me realize. You know, and so has domination, because I never used to really articulate myself as well as I do now. Yeah. Oh, I've got something that you've got my If you've got any brave men, it's one thing I really like. Do you know what these are? Are they to put in their dicks? Yeah. In the in the tip. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Sounders. That's what it is. But the tip is the pee pee, right? The urethra. Yeah. 
<laughs> you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I forget bigger as they go along. Yeah, I got these are small ones. Gorgeous. These are small. These are small. Yeah. These go, girl. In the in the urethra. Yeah. yeah. But no, men men get things pierced and stuff. They they some some men do. I feel like I had a, I, I had like, a guy. I used to have a, a, a fuck that had these. He had a Prince Albert. Good times. I wanted to try somebody with Prince Albert before. So. So this, well, hold on. This <laughs> guy, so the guy, just, no, 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 you understand. The guy I'm fucking would kill me if I want to touch his dick like this. Oh, so, so I'm you, a sadist. Yeah. So I'm I like cool. to, I like to inflict pain. So for me, like, I want your worst nightmare. I want to know what your worst nightmare does is, it and I'm gonna inflict some pain. Yeah, it does. Does it? Maybe. Pussy starts to jump and get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was filming last week with um a friend of mine uh, her name is madam caramel and um she as uh, she has a long-term sub slash partner um and she likes i like caning yeah so she likes she likes to watch people cane him as well so whoo child i was do you um I do you that. cut when you cane do they bleed if it depends on yeah. their threshold he has a very high threshold and because he's white when you cane him, no, he goes purple. Ooh. So it's just like you'd be looking at that shit like, yes. So me, I was quite pleased with myself last week. When so I how do you? Sorry, how do you get over? How do you come? Do they eat you? Come? So how do you? No, come? I'm. For me, like I just get kicks out of it, and then I want to go and fuck my other half. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's my thing. <laughs> Can I ask about your family then? But being having an other half and having kids, how does that work for you? Um, and doing what you do. Well, the the, the, the relationship that I'm in now is, is very different. My previous relationship, I was with that partner for twelve years. Okay. So um, he knew what I did. He was the one that was kinky, more so than myself. Um, do you mind if I sit on the floor? No, no, no. Make it okay. <laughs> Good job by Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so, a lot of people have a big stigma behind sex work and um, BDSM stuff, and they will say that they don't feel that we are competent parents. And my daughter is a grade A student. Mm-hmm. She's going to be 18 in like days. I have a question. Does she know what you do? Yes. She yeah. Does. She does. She does. And you, how old is she when you, when you told her? Well, she was informed when she was 11, okay. but that wasn't by choice. Okay. okay. That was with her father. He did it out of spite. Cool. Cool. So not was... cool, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, not cool, but like... <laughs> well, I wanted to more, to be honest, if I had my own way, I would have told her more when she was 16, because she would have had a better grasp of it. Of what you yeah. Do. Of what I do, you know? Um, Does she completely understand what you do now? Oh, God, yeah, she knows that I'm a professional dominatrix because okay. I have a cleaner that comes to clean the house. He dresses up. Ah. And I'll show you him. Because <laughs> we were on the phone and she told me that her cleaner was in and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So when, when, she, when we actually spoke, she was like, oh, yeah, he, he did this. I was like, oh, your cleaner's a man. And she was like, he's a sat. And I was like, oh. Like, I need, I need someone <laughs> I need to clean my house. house. So, <laughs> it's been a lot of hard work, trust me. Of, I think one of the things I worry about with wanting to be a therapist, a sex therapist, or just wanting to work on sex orders, is the idea of being with someone and having kids and how do you tell them? Honestly. 
I, I would I, I want to say honestly, but then I, I was thinking to myself like um things like discussing sex. I'm quite open about that in general, even with my little sister now. And I just think, well, will I be so honest to somebody's parents that like their friends' parents might come and say to me, why are you saying so much? I just I'm, I think Please. I just think too much. So you know what you take every day as it comes. Like my daughter, I always remember she was two years old, and I used to live with my cousin in Essex. My cousin was a mortgage broker. And, um, and she brought her first property when we were quite young, because I'm 36 now. At the time, I think she was, ni- well, was like 19, 20. I think maybe 21 tops. And um, my daughter, I was there ironing. <laughs> I'll never forget this. And I put her down to nap, and I was watching Discovery Home and Health. And I was watching women, um, their birthing stories. So my daughter had woken up. And she was sit- standing in the hallway, but I didn't know that she was. She had woken up, and she'd come in, and she was seeing women deliver. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, "Mummy, baby's come for minis." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh shit, you're awake, okay." And I was like, "Yeah, baby's come for minis." I said, "You put a penis in the mini, and you will get a baby." Mm-hmm. So I said, "You mustn't put a penis in the min- in in there until you're a bigger girl." <laughs> that was it. So when she got to school age now, one of her friends, they, um, their parent got pregnant. And obviously they're told their child, oh, the baby's coming with the stalk. Blah, blah, blah. That oh story. God, that stalk that story. story. I didn't know actually that And they must have that. said that to my daughter, her, their little friend at the time said that to my daughter. My daughter took one look at them and said, no, you put a penis in, in the mini and you get a baby. So you can imagine what controversy that happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. So, um, how did you get into the industry? Like, how did you... Into... Sex. Sex in general. Um, I was a fast child. <laughs> for want of a better word. Um, basically... Oh, there you go. I like the pink gloves on here. Yeah, I like the pink I gloves. Like sorry for those who can't see um, I was just showing them a picture of my sissy cleaner Patsy he'd be quite pleased because I mentioned him (laughs) Um, so how I got into the industry I used to have a friend that um, used to always really admire and look up to and she she was a lot older than me she was a friend of a friend and she used to um, basically run an escort agency Mm -hmm. So she always used to like my voice. So I used to say to her, like, oh, what do you do? She said, I can't tell you until you're old enough, until you're 18. So I was like, all right, fair enough. Left it. And then, obviously, I turned 18, and you know what you're like when you're 18. You're like, so what do you do? I'm yeah. 18 now. I think I know everything when I know fuck all. Yeah. Um, she told me she ran an escort agency, and I was like, oh, okay. So she was like, you know what it is, right? I said, yeah, people fuck. No, they go out, they go dates. I'm not that stupid, I'm not that naive. And she was like, yeah, that's right. So I was like, okay. And she's like, what, do you want to come and get a job? I said, okay. So I used to answer the phones for her. And I saw how she ran her business. And I was like, I can run my, your business better than you. And she looked at me and she was like, is it? So she, she started to relinquish certain powers and gave me certain responsibilities. So I started to turn money. So I was like, okay. 
this is fun. So I was working crazy hours, doing the most. I was living my best life, raving in China Whites, raving up with all the white boys in embassy, thinking I was the shit. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of was a natural progression for me. Then I started to do flats, which is a completely different element. I used to do the phones. I used to be asking, answering the phones in flats and like guys would come round with the girls I'd take the money and do all that kind of stuff um, I used to dance as a table dancer as well so it was just like hey where did you dance? I used to dance at the windmill um, I danced at Secrets um, where else did I dance? Sophisticats uh-huh. so I, I told you I was living my best life your best life I was doing the most and then my daughter was here as well so like I was there living doing my thing like she would go to her dad, so I'd be like, yeah, we've got to run money this week. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. So a lot of people did, uh, my friends knew what I did, but a lot of people ostracised me for doing what I did. You know, they liked being around me because me, I'm like, let's money. chop this fucking money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They liked that element, but they would always deem themselves more superior than me because of what I did. You know, mm-hmm. attitudes have changed not a that lot. Much, not no, no, trust me. Compared to when I was growing up, like you see the likes of Jordan and all them glamour girls, like they used to can't get caned, you know, because of society standards. Then fast forward an extra ten years, and you've got people reading books like Belle de Jour. Mm-hmm. Fast forward again, you've got the Instagram girls. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the variation of it has changed, you know, social media and things are becoming more, quote, quote, tolerant, still not accepted, but a lot more tolerant. It's like a lot of people will accept their partner being a stripper than over being an escort. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's why I said the attitude has changed, you know, and it's also about people be owning their sex. A lot more women are becoming more comfortable in their sex they're becoming and realizing and being empowered by their sex because i genuinely believe that everybody should be empowered by their sex do you find it hard finding a partner sometimes like an actual like lasting yeah well i was i i I was with my previous partner for 12 years yeah you know so i thought yeah this is it everything's cool Mm. but 2016 come and turned up and showed me <laughs> oh the, hell no the real hell life no. Right? it showed me the real life I was like oh okay you know so we parted ways you know so for me I love my job in it mm. you know and I always say to everybody do what makes you happy everybody's got something to say about other people but sometimes you have to just look at them and like is your house in order though yeah <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. people will be putting and projecting their views onto people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's whether you choose to take it or not. Like, and I always believe if you ain't harming nobody and you're being balanced in what you do, me, I believe everybody should try everything once, you know, actually more than once. I'm like, try it three times. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is try it three times because the first time you might try it, you might think, fuck that. Yeah. And then you might be with another person and you feel comfortable and you'll be like, I'm not sure about this. Then the third time, you're definitely knowing yeah. that this yeah. is for me this or is this for is me. not. Yeah, this is like anal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just about to say, it's just yeah. like anal. I agree with you a whole hundred. <laughs> like, and a lot of lube. You know. <laughs> 
Fetishes. I can't say that word properly. Fetishes. Fetishes. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say it. I do not know why. I cannot say the word. <laughs> Fetishes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> do you have any fetishes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did give us a drink, so. Yeah, yeah. God. I'm blaming it on the liquor. Um... <laughs> What isn't a fetish with me? See, I've got a nail fetish. So like, do I. I think we all, I think we all do, actually. I think we all... I mean, I she, she uses... Right crazy. I saw your nails, right? And I was like, I know who your nail tech is. Just while looking at it, I was like, I know, I know, I know who it is. Yeah. But I've I didn't... been stalking him for months, like, and I was just like, I didn't have time. And it wasn't until I had to get my nails taken off for my operation. Yeah. And I was screaming because I saw someone else with just two nails taken off. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my consultant and I was like, I don't like you right now, you know. <laughs> and I just looked at him dead in my face and said, I don't like you. You, you, you. I should take you to frigging European court. Like, you inflicted my civil liberties. You fucked up my money. And he was like, what? I said, look, that woman's got nails and I don't. <laughs> like, this is my money. People this don't, is my hand. People don't how get do, it. Hey, how do you get into that? Because I really want to get into nail, like, nail fetishes and like, Everybody, the, the funny thing is, a lot of people think, like, especially with sex work, they think, oh, especially because, like, at the moment, there's a lot of sensationalization. Oh, fucking hell, put your teeth in. Sensationalization. Thank you. Um, sense, look, there's work. a lot of people sensationalizing shit. That sounds good. Oh, I've got there in the end. About, yeah, they do, like, foot fetish clips and all that kind of stuff. And people just think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be cute and I'm just going to just, you know. Yeah, look, I'm young and cute. Like, give me money. No, yeah. It's, it's, not like it's not. It's not. It's not. It's fucking all. blood, sweat, making a fucking presence and doing your fucking graft. It's, an, it's a business. Like, I tell people, don't fuck yourself. If you do not have a good, like, standard of business attitude, don't fuck with this. Like, it's like anything. You invest in what you get out. So if you think you're just going to take a couple of pictures and just dash them on Instagram and, like, all these submissives are going to come to you, bitch, no. No, no, no. Way bye. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's just not that. You know, you have to market yourself. It's like a lot of people don't realise, like, if you want to be successful in sex work, you've got to be on your grind 24-7. You have to be. You have to be bulletproof. Yeah, and you have to be tax-proof as well. You have to be disciplined. That is the one thing I will say. Above anything else, you have to really be disciplined because it's still a job. A lot of people think, oh, sex work's not a job. Do you know how taxing sex work is? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just me and my social media alone, that's a job in itself. Yeah. 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 Like... Yeah. That's not even talking about... To promote yourself. Exactly. That's not even talking about, like, me wanting to run money and doing content. Like, and if I'm filming it myself, I've got to fucking edit it myself. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. You know, then I've also got to find reliable submissives to come and film with me. Yeah. Or else that's my shit fucked up. You know, that's why a lot of women, when they're making content, we're like, do you know what? You have to tribute some money because to make sure that we know that you're going to turn up. Yeah, like I had this guy, right? He always, he basically has a, he has a foot fetish. So he, he always like, okay, so I know you always get your feet done basically every time you get paid at like the end of the month. So he's like, 
I want you to send me pictures. I'm like, okay, well, you have you to send me, me money. money. And I'm like, if you're not going to run pay me for, my money. Pay, pay for the, pay for the, the picture. You're not getting the picture. So I'm just like, you know, if you're not seeing the seat until you send me the money. Like, what, what, what do you mean? This like, where? Yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, you, you can't be but requesting. That's how, this is the thing, like, as a sex worker, like, a lot of people, a lot of men have this preconceived idea that we're all just sitting down and we're looking all glamorous waiting for them to fucking call. So when we say to them, you know what, you have to, you need to pay a deposit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're serious, you pay the deposit. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it. Well, jog on, find someone else that won't be able to do that. That um, are going to be accommodating of you. Like, a lot of people don't realise that it costs money. I don't have my own dungeon. So people assume that because maybe I charge £200 an hour, that they think, oh, that's pure money. Subtract. Yeah. Let's do some subtraction games, shall mm-hmm. we? <laughs> Minimum, I can go to any dungeon. It can be anything from 50 to £70. Just for an hour. You know? There's not just that. I've got to get there. So Transport. 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 So sometimes I might drive it. Other times I might be on the train. You know, depending on what type of session mm-hmm. it is. You know? Then, there's my makeup. Because I'm a Mac lady. I've got to be running my Exactly. There's these bad boys. The nails. My nails. The beautiful I get, nails. You know, I get so offended when people are like, oh, here's 20... No, my nails don't cost £20. Like, Yeah, but that's only because they, they, they see a lot of people that go to the Vietnamese people. Yeah, I get, get so offended. I'm just like... Done that way. It's like, no. If I break a nail, that's like £12 just to fix it. Scum. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, I'm, a la- I'm a lady. I'm like, yeah, you know what? From I start to feel, uh, I'm like, bitch, we're going nail shop. I'm a two-week lady kind of girl. I don't play that game, you know. But I, I know I'm very much, very scornful of where I get my nails done. Yeah, so am so I. So for me, I'm <laughs> like, okay, I need to make sure that my due diligence, that if I physically can't get to the shop for a week or two weeks or even maybe three weeks, where, you know, sometimes life just takes over. You're yeah. doing bare different yeah. things. So I need to make sure I'm on point. Yeah, I feel you. Like, if I if I, I walk with nail glue just for when I can't make it to the nail salon. Because I'm just like, if I break, like, now I've broken about it's fine, my appointment's coming up, I don't care at this moment. Mm. But if this was, like, two weeks ago, I'm like, nope, I, I need nail glue. And if I'm, yeah, that was I, like me. Um, if I, didn't, on... I, I went to, because I had my operation. The day I had my operation, I had an actual accident why I had an operation. Yeah. Um, I still went to a friend on ball. <laughs> I didn't have no nails. Better believe I had to go and get some stick on stick, stick on them. Yeah, because I was like, Mm-mm, no way, because I couldn't find my opera gloves. Yeah, because I wore a red ball gown, and I was like, where the fuck are the opera gloves? I couldn't find them. So you know, everything costs, and a lot of people they have a preconceived ideology. Think the sex work is broke, and I, and I think you want you want you you, you need it. You need it. You need it. And even though you might do, it's a thing of... It's business. I, I know my worth. So yeah, at tax. I always tell everybody, know your worth and add tax. <laughs> like, tax is 20%. Like, it is. Certain times I'm paying 40%. The last time I did a tax return, yeah? Went nice. I, 40%? Yeah. Jesus. But that was a lot of work I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it's what I mean? That way. Do you have... Well, sorry, how does that work? I know, I know people... Like, adult like, entertainment. Part. I don't fuck with that. I don't even entertain PayPal. PayPal. So you go straight and say you're not going to say now this do it. Yeah, that's my account. I love my accountant because my accountant used to work in the porn industry. I'm very privileged. My accountant is a black woman. I love her to death. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, she has accounts from all different walks of life. So, when I first met her, um, I was like, oh, so, like, where have you... Like, we just were chit-chatting, because I was there bawling. I was like, I need an accountant. Then an accountant fucking appeared. I was like, oh, okay. And I was in a crystal shop at the time, so I felt real fancy. So, when I met my accountant, and I was like, I've got to know my accountant. And she was like, no, I've worked for, I've worked for myself predominantly but I worked in here I worked there I worked there but I've always worked for myself she got to a certain age and she said fuck all this shit she learned what she needed to learn yeah and then she was like bye bye thank you very much peeps I've learned my shit I'm good mm-hmm. to go you know so a lot of people don't realize it's those little things like I like to look a certain way don't get me wrong sometimes I'm sessioning with my headscarf at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> do you know what I mean like headscarf wrapped up here and like I'm looking with sleep in my eye and non-response like my submissive who is my cleaner um my sissy cleaner he likes the fact I'm not all dommed up and sometimes I'm like this with my mismatched socks and all sorts like and I'm being authentically myself it doesn't mean that I still not can't be dominant you know there's not there's this preconceived idea that a dom is somebody there with their big fire high boots and their latex stuff on doesn't mean that you're any less dominant that's just a fantasy and an ideology you know i can still be dominant like being uptown with all my bits and pieces in my bag and i'll just set you a look you know that black girl look i will look at myself and give my submissives when i'm out and about with them they step out of line i'm just gonna look at them like how you know when your mum used to look at you when you yeah were when you get home yeah you just give them the, I, i've given my subs that look where they're like yeah let me not let me not <laughs> i said try me i just look at them and say try me i beg you like there's been times i've gone and chastised my subs where like i was in john lewis one time and one of my subs wanted to act out i was just like oh you're gonna try me okay come so we went into the disabled toilets. He, what he didn't realise is that I'm old school. I like curtain wire. And I said, give me your hands. So he just got quick papping in the toilet. He weren't happy about it. And everybody got carried on and back to normal. And then we continued with our day. How did, how did you become a dumb? Like what, what was it for you? Um, when I used to run the escort agency, I um, really used to have a lot of women that wouldn't do certain things like my first introduction to fetish was pissing fetish and water sports because some women would be like no i'm not doing this you know water sports it's plural like they say water sports and it's always just piss is there anything else i always wonder yeah there's hard sports there's roman showers roman shower what's hard sports poo yeah no but water sports doesn't fall scat doesn't fall under um Underwater sports, is it? No, scats is, is a different it's setting. Itself. Yeah, scat play, or some people will call it hard sports, or they'll call it caviar. Those are other... Caviar? caviar. Champagne no, but, and caviar, yeah. No, but what Bitch. she's saying is... Yeah, I understand. <laughs> that's funny, right? Champagne and caviar. That's no, 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 it's not. It's not. Yes! Do not ruin When I'm in public, like, I can say, yes, I'm going to do champagne and caviar services. So people will be like... Normal Joe blogs, they'd be thinking, oh, bitch is going to go and eat champagne eat and caviar. caviar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm I'd be like, yes, someone is going to eat champagne and drink caviar. Do you know not, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the other way around. But yeah, just not in that capacity. But um, what I'm trying to say is, you're, what you're asking is water sports. I think, I think, it, I think it's, 
Spit and piss. Spit as in spitting in someone's mouth and stuff. Spit fetish is like is is is, is, is oh, I I refer to that as his own fetish in itself. Okay. Because like you can go on like where I sell clips. Hmm. So like I sell clips on clips for sale. Um, I want clips, many vids, and there's another one called Kink Bomb. Hmm. There's actually a, um, a specialised one which I've just recently found, which is to do with scat, where you can sell just nothing but scat clips. Mm-hmm. Hard sports. I really wish I could get over the scat thing. I just, oh, I just, I don't know. Like that's just one thing I find, I feel really uncomfortable with. I don't. I understand it now. I get it. It's not for me. Yeah, I get it. But it still makes me like. For me, it's the ultimate act of submission. It is. I think. I think toilet slave is legit the ultimate. Yeah. Sub. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do after that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. There are some people. There's so many. I think that's why I love BDSM because there's so many different fetishes. It's like when I was first went on to fit life, I was like. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that that's was why. what opened that just kicked off the door for me. I was like, what? Everything's a fetish. Yeah. And then I was yeah. just, and then I started I to get excited because I was like, I was like wow. oh shit. I felt like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, you know, with the scat, yeah, yeah. The one question I did get from someone was, um, when you do do scat, when you do do. Touche. Touche. When you do scat, do you have um? Do you lay out a special floor mat and then? Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> Even pee play um, yeah. on water sports, there is there is a mat that I know that I used to. I didn't know about this because my little sister used to be on the bed when I was younger. When she was younger. So what you used to get a Kylie? That's what yeah, you're to. Yeah, the cord. Yeah, I used they're, to work. With, I used to work with old people. So yeah, I need a Kylie yeah, because I can't say to everybody that's to get a Kylie because my beds be getting too yes, wet. My beds be getting way too far wet. That's what the lady who um, I need one. a lot used to get for her bed. Yeah, they refer to them as the cheap, like the. Reu- the, the non-reusable ones are yeah. called care mats, you know, or you can get the puppy pads. Same thing. <laughs> Where same can our thing. listeners get this for the squares and for the PP? Bro, I'm well, literally, I, I I'm so glad my, you've mentioned this. I'm going to get one. I got my um, Kylie off of Amazon. It was like seven quid. Okay, okay there you go, guys. You can, you can buy from... I like them because they're reusable. Yeah. Because they're, they're for kids. They're for literally on the bed. No, yeah. for adults. Yeah, I'm oh, for adults. Adult. She's yeah. like... I, the, I refer to them as, like, when I used to work with the old people's home, like, we used to call them Kylie's. Don't ask me why, but that's what we call them. But basically, what a Kylie is, for those who don't know, it's a reusable, it's like a towel, almost. I've got one in the house, I should really show you guys. Oh, it's yours like a towel? Yeah, you can get them towel in form, oh. or you can get them... Plasticky? No, ones I've got are, like material form but the inside of them because i'm fast in it i cut them open and see what it is and it's the way that the fibers are constructed okay so you basically you can okay i found one that's washable right nine pounds pack of three buying it yeah they're godsend because for me i suffer from really heavy periods so kylie comes out i'm a squirter kylie comes out okay yeah like my problem is like if i'm if i'm doing a fetish if I'm in a dungeon, or even if I'm home and I'm doing a session with one of my personal subs, I, I've got different ways I do different things, you know? So with my personal subs, then I'll just chuck out the guy and it's like, yeah. And then put on the face and then let him eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just saying, if you, if you weren't going to do the Kylie way, you could just, if you're going to go to the high street, you could do um 
What is that baby shop called? Not my mum's papa's the other one. Mother care. Mother care. Mother care. They will they don't have it because they're for children also. And and, and, and they, they do bed wide ones. Yeah. But those aren't those aren't the material of they're not cloth material. They're more plasticky, so you, yeah. you can hear it. Like pads. Yeah. yeah. No, like pads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like pads. It's got a thing. Yeah. 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 Like, but then also like, people use um, um, what do you call it? PVC mats. Yeah, you can like do. PVC sheets. Okay. Yeah. So that's another way because like some people are into splashing. Splashing. Food play. Oh, so, okay. Like, Is that what it's called? Splashing. Yeah. Splashing. Yeah, I like food though. Yeah. But splash know. doesn't sound cute. It sounds. I don't I, think it's supposed to sound cute. Like food, but food and sex is good, but splush sounds like worse than it is. Yeah. I don't know if food and sex is the way you're thinking about it, babe. What am I thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking about custard and like pouring stuff over people. Pouring it where? <laughs> yeah, just over, but just like, just pouring it. I can have chocolate squirted and like whipped cream squirt. Uh, you're thinking all sexy and You're thinking, you're yeah. thinking all like. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. all this. this is you're thinking sexy. all like. You're, the way you're thinking of it is all seductive. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah it's like, just, I'm like, come bitch, let me just pour this custard over you. But people get off of it. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay, now, now, I get, that that yeah. now I get why you're it's splashing. Yeah, you're just messy. talking about like. Like, when I was in the island, like I was doing a splashing session, and I made the man fuck a trifle. That's kind of sexy, though, fuck a, in its own way. It's fuck a trifle, <laughs> sexy. I mean, no, no, but because because he's so humiliated by the fact that he's literally just. What's he gonna do with the trifle after? I don't eat trifle, so I made him. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I'll bring me something sweet. So and he, he bought something sweet. He, like he brought me trifle. He doesn't eat trifle. Trifle, yeah. Some people do. I know how to make trifle. I don't like it. Was he Caucasian? He was. Oh, Could okay. we ask about that, about race and and what you do, and do, does that play a big part? Do you get lots of like black men who say they want a dom? Yeah, sometimes I do. You know, it's each to their own, isn't it? Mm. And it's what people feel comfortable with. Like some people don't want to go and see mm. a black dom. Yeah. yeah, but then some doms don't don't want to see black guys. You know, as a black woman. I think I'm. You know, it's I've just down to uh, uh, down to the person's autonomy. You know, like me, I don't really, discri- I don't discriminate on who wants to come and see me yeah. as long as they're safe and sane and consensual yeah. and want to fuck with me the way that I want to play, like, then we're cool, you know? And as long as I can have a conversation with them and I'm very much that I'll pick up a vibe. If I, someone sends me an email, I'll have a conversation. If I don't like them, I'll just be really respectful and say, you know what? I don't feel that you're the submissive for me. Do you um? I do you only do you only pick up on submissives who are into being? Will I say this? No, no, not at all. So do you like? Be, like I will soft? still. Yeah, no. I even though I'm a sadist through and through to my heart. Like I love watching people get beaten. Mm-hmm. Like I get shits and giggles out of that shit. Yeah. And I know that's me growing up. You know when you used to see your siblings get into trouble. Yeah. Even though I don't have no siblings, but I have a lot of cousins. Like, yeah. and I'd be like. Go and get the lipstick. Well, you know, like the parent would say, "Go and get the slipper," or "Go and get the belt." Like, yeah. I'd be like, boy, let's see how this is gonna go down. Okay. So, all you people who enjoy we... your siblings getting beaten, you're a sadist. Come on, like, we've all had shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you are. Um... Yeah, for me, like I will see anybody, but I'm very specific. Like if a person who comes to me and says to me they're a kinkster, a kinkster is a completely different person yeah, from, um... from a submissive because. A, Kingstar is not into submitting. He's into kinky play. Yeah. So it's a completely different analogy. So when people approach me, 
if you're a kingster, approach me. Just pro- approach for me. I'm very much like just approach me respectably. You know, say hello. How are you, Lady Andromeda? Like me, I'm genuinely quite chilled. Now like, I'll be like, hi, how you doing? You know, like where do I know you from? You know, and I'll just talk to you. So like, if they're a submissive, then there's a different kind of protocol. You know, I want them to be respectful. I want them to be polite and courteous. You know, but that's just basic manners. I want anybody who's coming to approach me to be nice. polite and courteous. Because I'm not going to entertain you if you're rude. You know, just because, like, you're paying for my time, it doesn't mean that you can't have basic manners. Yeah. Are you all your submissives into hardcore things like being king? Oh, God, no. No? No, 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 no. Some are just normal. Some... Like, like, Patsy is just... Yeah. She Patsy... just enjoys being... Yeah, she queen. enjoys... Yeah, she enjoys... That's where she gets her kicks from. Okay. Being my cleaner and dressing she, up. Did you call her she? He? Sometimes I call her she. Sometimes I call I, her. I realized I just went into it. Yeah, because I, yeah, like, like, I was like, she. I mean, like, you didn't give Patsy a chance to, dis- <laughs> <laughs> to, to choose what she wants to be. Um, no, I, but that's the thing about when I first met Patsy, um, I actually was like, he he wrote to me and I was like, hi. He said, okay, let's go and meet for lunch. You know? And, he was ringing me for a while because he was a client. Like, he used to call me on other work. Um, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's meet. And I just felt like something, I was getting a good little vibe. I said, yeah, let's fuck with this. So we went uptown. I said, right, where are you going to take me? Where I, where do I need to be? And so um, I met him at, he was like, oh, I know that you like gin. Because obviously he'd been stalking me on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, certain times I've been out and about and I've gone to this gym bar or gone wherever. So I was like, okay. So he took me to um, the gym bar. And we just had a talk. Sitting down. Like, we were just friends. You know? And he told me about what he was into. And I told him what I was into. And it was kind of there. We communicated. We started. And I said, okay. First thing, he was like, I, I really enjoy and I get satisfaction out of cleaning i said lord have mercy like if you ever see the the glee in my face <laughs> he saw the the cha-ching in my eyes like oh my god all my christmas has come early and he was very aware of that and he even he even commented on that i remember he wrote me an email back the next day and was like mistress i saw how happy and excited you got when i said i really enjoy cleaning <laughs> i was like yes hello <laughs> This, that's, that's my thing, like, because at the end of the day, it's servitude. I like when people serve me, you know, and for me, when people are being submissive to me, I like that service. I don't want to think. I want you to think before. So if you can see things need doing, I shouldn't have to tell you, just go and do. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, All your your subs from different walks of life, or do they have, like, a certain kind of criterion job wise that they're all like oh, business no, 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 people no, no, no. Like... They're, 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 like I've had submissives that are from all walks of life you know fundamentally for me I find like BDSM is a lot about escapism yes you know and being able to especially if they're subs it's just be able to be free and be what? able to let things go and give control I'm going to ask the last question because unfortunately we are running out of time but we have to have a second episode because we can't finish. Like, <laughs> we cannot finish here. Like, there's so much more to talk about, honestly. But like, what has been your best experience so far? And if you don't, then cool. But if you do, what has been your worst experience so far? Like, do you have a funny story? Um, recently, I had a really nice experience with my Belgian sub. 
um, we went to Dungeon. I hadn't seen him for a little while. And we just sessioned, we played. And this dungeon is just full of toys. It's like arms reach everywhere you go, like there's some form of implement. And like, I felt like a kid in a candy shop. I felt I was Willy Wonka in the chocolate fucking factory. I was like, yes, I like this place. Because I literally could just go this, there, 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 there. <laughs> so like we were sessioning. And it was a very intense session because at one point, because my submissive speak French is his mother's tongue. So like I remember dragging him from one point and putting him in they have a thing called a sin bin. So it's like a padded cell black, completely and utterly black. And I just shoved him in there, shut the door and he was banging on the door. And then he started to speak French and I was responding him back to him in English. I don't must French is really rusty. <laughs> so it was crazy because even though we never understood one another the the connection was real you know yeah it was really real it was really intense and it was just a really beautiful experience you know and even after we finished playing because we was there for three four hours that's like basically half of your day yeah we was living i was living my best life (laughs) amazing it was it was a very intense session and it was a very beautiful session you know because he's been with me for a while and it was just that I went into top space. He went into that subspace. Yeah. And it was real, but the energy flow was perfect. Yeah. You know? And I really enjoyed myself that day. Like, I was mashed up afterwards. I was tired. Yeah. Like, we went and got something after, like, we all brought it down and we all, like, everything. We finished the session and we finished in the time. We went to lunch, you know, he took me home. He sent me a bath rubbed me down because he bought me some loke some creams i was like i'm living that's like the really nice aftercare like he looked yeah. after you after you looked after him yeah yeah beautiful yeah it was and i remember he just sat there and rubbed my feet and i conked out yeah. like and i woke up like two hours later and i was like well my sub's gone and it was it was my daughter rolling in like what's going on mum? i was like nothing <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a dream yeah it literally felt like that i think and then but i also like breath play so I do, I, I like asphyxiation play a lot. You being asphyxiated, them being asphyxiated. Them. Yeah. Yeah, I do like it. Like, I like, to, I'm nosy. So yeah. I will go, like, if I want to go and learn something, I will go and experience it because I want to understand where my subs are coming from. Mm. I, like, there's a place down in Brighton, they do um, needle play and that's something that I want to do, and they do the blood cupping and all that stuff. I think, I think for me that is that's are, that's, that's, that's your hard yeah. She's like hell blood. no. I can I can look at scat a little bit, but blood I cannot do. I can't look at scat. I can't look at scat. I, can't look at scat. I, can't, I, I don't mind seeing. Do you know what's so crazy? Cut, I can look at but... I can look at blood. I can't look at scat. I, I don't know, know what it not, is. It's not 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 necessarily looking. It's just the idea of somebody. Yeah, no, I'm fascinated by blood cupping and stuff like that. So for me, I'm very much like ooh. I know someone um. He uses blood cuffing as part of like, his gym. Yeah, part of his gym. Well. Yeah. Terrell. Girl, you just named drop. No, Terrell Lewis, that guy. Oh, sh- oh <laughs> no. no. That's a- I didn't name <laughs> drop anyone. I don't know Terrell. No, it's Anyways, the light skinned Ghanaian guy. That's no, no, what no, he was doing that's, on that's his Instagram. Cupping. That's different from no, blood cupping. Blood cupping. Oh, he was yeah. doing blood cupping. He was cutting and then he was 
getting the cut and he was well. taking the blood out that's what oh, he was okay. yeah no yeah. that's what he was doing yeah that's what I'm saying yeah, I know someone who does it as well like he was, like, I, was um, I was talking to him in the gym randomly and I was like what is that like I noticed he had like a Can vest that... on yeah and I was just I noticed I was like what is what, why are you he's like oh I do blood cup and I'm just like oh and I was like that, that's interesting but he's I don't like, think he, uh, Terrell I'm talking about is I don't think he was doing it for anything uh, kink Right, yeah, because yeah, it's also quite healing. Yeah, um, healing yeah, no, he the guy does it for more like healing per well, so he says. I don't yeah. know. I didn't. I didn't want to go into any more depth with him, so just left it. So I'm like, okay, that's great. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so that's one thing I'm very much into roleplay. Well, it was nice. Like this, this chat was really. I enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thanks for coming and thanks for having us at your home. And you know, it's just it's been a it's a pleasure. Like as. And he said we will possibly request a part two. <laughs> um, it needs to happen. There's so much more. Like, we, me and you have spoken, so I know how many, like, layers I'm there like are. I'm like an onion. Yeah, she really <laughs> is, like, the biggest onion in the entire world. Like, there's so much more. I've planned already an episode in my brain. So, <laughs> 2019, like, get excited. I got you. Uh, Doing bits out here. We're, we're doing all doing bits. bits. We all gotta be doing bits. We're all doing bits. We've got to live our best life. Best yes. life. Yes. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, please check out episode twenty-two. What would you do? Um, it's on. It's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And please don't forget to subscribe. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Broken P Podcast, and email us as your listener letter. Oh. Sh- Email us your listener letters um, or for any other queries um, on Broken Pussy Podcast at Outlook.com. Great. Can you plug Easy yourself? Your... Yeah, do you want to plug yourself? Do you want to? Sure. Um, you can follow me on Insta, Twitter, under Lady Andromeda. I will be opening a shop in the next couple of weeks. We will be there. Which is called What's Your Set? Um, I'm also going to be having a podcast regarding the shop too because sex is an integral part of everybody's life. Yep. And I just want to be nosy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's it, really. So, um, do check out, I will say, if you're into BDSM and there are reputable people that are out here doing the most but in a, pos- uh, in, in a very positive manner. Um, there's lots of dungeons that are here in London and check them out um, there's Barnet Bastille there's the Peacock Parlour um, there's Hoxton Dungeon Suite I've heard of Hoxton yeah Madam Caramel owns that that's a lady I do a lot of filming with um, actually you ladies should come cover that whip in January Mistress Mass Mistress Mass yes. that sounds really cool it sounds La- fun um, ladies are always free submissives have to pay so um We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, before we have everyone on Twitter, like, come on. Let's come yeah, on. Yeah, what's that? Please, I'm going, to, I'm going, to, I'm finishing next week, mate. I'm doing, I'm doing a um, pedestal next week. So I'm like, I'm doing the most. So with my brock foot, same way, yes, I will be doing the most. So I'm going to be doing some trampoline because they've got a trampoline cage there. They've got all different things going on there. I'm sure you know about yeah. pedestal. So I haven't been out in a little while. So I'm like, let me hope I can find a masochist and... Yeah, Canaan, because I feel in that mood at the moment. It's mm-hmm. Canaan season. <laughs> anyway, thank you. That's thank it. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.